I know we're at the like 54 minutes mark or whatever. We're going to go over an hour. So you have to deal with them. Sorry. We have a lot to say. And so it's going to take more than an hour. Yeah, fuck you. We've been holding this in for two weeks. Yeah. Like, like I'm a, <laughs> when, you, when you're backed you. up, when you're backed up and the jazz, give, the jazz give you an enema and you can finally let loose, you let loose. What's up, folks? It's hitting with the high notes. Smooth jazz talk. We are here talking jazz radio because the Utah jazz are not worth talking about anymore. I'm your host, Hugh Tran. You can find me on the Twitterverse at Hugh Tran Superman. That's H U U T R N Superman. Um, uh, and I am here. Um, uh, this guy, he is a uh, he'll be quirky. It's uh, Jared Parker. Goes this is for now. What's up, Jared? Hey, I think I'm going by Kenny G these days. Jared, because Jared B. The worst version, the worst version of jazz. That oh, the only worst version of jazz in the Utah Jazz. Kenny there you G. go. I was like, I, I, I was like, I was like he, he's got a thought here. He's got a thought yeah, here. Yeah, um, it was, it was, it was almost formed. I wonder if you, I wonder if you, if you have um, a cell signal where you're at now. I, I wonder, I wonder if cellular service has come to Albuquerque. So. Oh. I, yeah, I'm gonna go to uh, you know, let's go. Fi- I'm gonna have to go find the Breaking Bad tour. So, um, yeah, find find the houses. My my microphone's going all weird. Um, and then uh, let, let's um, uh, yeah, yeah, let's not get to the um, uh, you know, let's 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 not um, put it off any longer. Let's bring in um, the drag the dragon of squatches. He's the guy who's ruined uh, Donovan Mitchell for me. Um, uh, what's up, Logan? I think the proper term for Jared's idea is it was crowning, I think is what they call it, right? <laughs> it was... Yes. Oh, oh goodness. Yeah. Ruined Donovan Mitchell for you. How did I, I mean, I, I guess I'm glad, but how? Your, your, your Carmel Anthony uh, metaphor. Oh, yeah. I guess, yes. I guess a little, they got a little bit of Twitter buzz, too, <laughs> <did>. huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. You can make provoked. a turn of the podcast, Jamie Protein. Yeah, like, I, was, I was like, oh, boy. Like, it's like people are actually, you know, and uh, Utah Jazzy. Well, wait. Jeff was the one who brought it up, right? Or Josh? Josh. Josh, yeah, Josh, yeah, Josh, yeah. Josh, as J, whatever. There's a lot of, you know, people out there. Kindred spirits. Uh, yeah, d- the high notes again, a lot of, uh, you know, we, were, we took a week off. Um, I can't remember why I had to take a week off last week either, but, um, <laughs> it, it's funny how like life works out because, uh, we were talking about how right before we started the show wrote itself today. Um, if we had recorded last week or even like maybe Monday or Tuesday, like I was planning or Monday before the game, Tuesday before the game, um, it would have been like, okay, you know, let's talk about jazz positioning. Do we really care? Should championships really care? Like yada, yada, yada. And the bottom fell. The bite. The, the bottom fell out. Um. Uh. Last night. Um. Everybody made the jokes. You know. Uh. uh I made a TikTok about you know you know the TikTok sound of like um uh, y'all it's a good joke, it's a great joke even, but you just you, I need you all to stop. Uh. Yeah. The Jazz literally go up twenty five points, in L A against the Clippers last night. In the third quarter. In the Dude, third it's quarter. The same script. It's like to the letter, the same script. Incredible. Uh, I mean, just like, well, and so here's the thing, like comparing it to last year, like last year's game, I could, it, it was like a snowball. You could feel it like, oh boy, like what the hell is happening here? This year's game, you know, it's not, it's not the playoffs. It's like, hey, we've experienced it before. 
Um, the Jazz, the Jazz, like you know, they would lose part of the lead, but they would get back. They'd lose part of the lead, they would get it back. Um, the the problem is that like this was just the antithesis of all of the like uh, of their like comebacks or uh, you know fail. Uh, uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, meltdowns. Uh, this mm-hmm. year of just having double digits leads, like it's like it seemed like to be like the final like stamp. Like okay, hey, by the way, we know that you've blown a lot of leads. Let's bookend it. With um, you know, you you lost the big league last year to to end uh to end the year, and you've had this like you know you are objectively the worst team at holding on to leads this year. Like I think there's a stat out there people put out that uh, I'm pretty sure that yeah we any time well yeah we're terrible yeah, like, the, the, the the Jazz are objectively the worst team in the league right now of holding on to leads in, in the second half. Um, and then to have it happen in, in essentially the same fashion, right? Like 25 point lead, third quarter, you know, it just, it's such a, like, you can't even, as Sarah Thomas said, you can't make the stuff up. You can't write. And if this happened to any of the other teams in the league, it would be pretty hilarious. It is kind of hilarious, even though it's happening to the Jazz. It's, it's still funny. Like, like if it's, you, like, uh, I don't know. If, if you're to the point where you just, you know, this team and you kind of know this is coming, it's just, you can't help but laugh. It's just, it is hilarious. Like man. like Donovan blows a a bunny layup in the Charlotte game, and he laughs. And in the presser, he's like, "I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because like, what are you gonna do? Like like, it's just like everything's falling apart, and things that we thought were cracks in the foundation have just like you know magna earthquake, um, um and, and hit the hit the jazz. The magna hit earthquake hit the jazz two years later, and everything's just falling apart. Um. And yeah, so uh, like you know, there, there's the rant. They're like, I don't even know what to say about it. Um, Dragon, can we, can we, you, you, you were one of the the many who made the 25 point joke. You know, like, you know, it was like uh, people were like, I, I, I will, I, I won't start to worry until the Jazz get a 25 point lead. You know, basically. Um, what were your feelings going through the game last night? I still didn't think it was going to happen. Right, right. Like while we all <laughs> while we all joked about it, I still didn't think. I'm like, there's no way. Um, and I don't. I, I think you just sit there with more numbness. Like the the stuff a year ago was like heartbreaking. But I guess I mean, and, and, and for some people, I think it was that heartbreak moment. It doesn't seem to be like there's. It seemed to be that seemed to be the final straw for most on the Twitter sphere. Anyways, even some of the most positive last night seemed like the okay. I can't really sugarcoat this anymore. Shout out to Mark. But I think. I, yeah. Well, I mean, there was a, I, there was a, quite a few people I saw who actually were down that road and. Uh, yeah, it was it was kind of just like the last the last straw there for a lot of folks. But I mean, I think I think not that like we take pride in it because I think it's like a huge misnomer that that Twitter likes to do is if you're not overwhelmingly rosy, you're not really a jazz fan. I, I don't think any. Ugh. I don't think the three. I don't think I think the three of us would. I know the three of us would have much preferred to be wrong. We didn't oh, want to be right about the jazz being mediocre. We'd prefer them to be good and enjoyable. But I just you, you just kind of watch and like it. it the weird part was is it didn't really stir a lot of emotion at all. Like it happened, and it's almost kind of like you were just you were just nope. waiting for it to happen. And all, all it does made me laugh, man. Because like I do yeah. this. Like as soon as honestly, like as soon as they announced Paul George was going to be back, I was like, oh man, they're going to lose this game. And then like the fashion in which they lost, I was just like, this is incredible. <laughs> like this is like I don't know. I mean, I feel bad for our country, but this is tremendous content. Is the uh, I think that's like the Darren Ravel tweet that everybody loves to make fun of, um, but it's just—it's true. I feel bad for the jazz, for jazz fans and the team, but it's tremendous content, man. The suffering. 
<laughs> yeah, like, because, yeah. um, like, I, I said something like, because, I mean, jazz fans got really down in the dumps when they, oh, Paul Jordan, like, guys, why, why are we as jazz fans getting down in the dumps when they're best player? Like, this is a team that's innate. Like, you should still beat the, the, the Clippers with, the, with Paul George. And guess what? If yeah. you lose to the Clippers with Paul George... Like I mean, it's a you're loss. You're probably not loss. affected it, to begin with. Like 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 you're Logan talked about. Not, Logan talked about this some uh, last year, right? Like um, uh, the Jazz kept winning games against you know undermanned teams. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like it, it, the, the, those wins don't feel very good, right? Like when the Jazz were up by a lot in the first half, you're like you, the you know you were feeling really good about this team. Like okay, maybe maybe because like there's a small hope that the Jazz can you know finally flip the switch, right? Like, like that's what we're all waiting for. Like can they flip the switch? And because that's what we talked about this year was like, I just don't know if they have a switch. Well, honestly. well, yeah, I mean, that's well, tr- you know, we're all, all, like it's, it's looking very small. <laughs> they, 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 they have a switch. But that, that was kind of like the reason that we were saying at the beginning of the year, like and, and uh, you know, trying to remind people like, hey, we said the regular season doesn't matter because we didn't want them pushing themselves so hard in the off in the uh, season to win games that essentially probably wouldn't matter as much. And get into the playoffs. Make sure they were healthy. Make sure they were fresh, right? And then right. you know, and, and show us what they were last year. And you know, long put out a tweet like, "When did when did it? You know, this season. Uh, what, what was your tweet? When did the season die for you? Or no, I, yeah, I just said when did when did this? Not even this season, but when did this version of the Jazz? Yeah. When did you finally give up yeah. on this version of the Jazz? And it we got some I answers like all over the board. And some of there was a lot of three one. There was a lot of three ones. There was obviously a lot of June eighteenth, twenty twenty ones. Uh, our our guy Colton snuck in a good one with like June twentieth or June or December twentieth, twenty twenty. The day Rudy Gobert signed up his extension. Um, <laughs> <but it> was, <laughs> actually, two people hit me with that one. But no, no, was, uh, how many July fourth? Was that um, what's his name? Uh, no it's July fourth. Like, yeah, see, and that's no, things. I like, like remember when that was the worst Gus, thing, right? Bull named Gus. Yeah. Is that? Oh my goodness! Yeah. That's remember he when I'm. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Remember when? Gold, remember when July Fourth was the worst thing that ever happened to Jazz fans? Like a simpler time. What's interesting? It was I actually have a note to kind of play off what you're saying there with the whole Paul George thing. Yeah, go ahead. And it, it, it's not gonna. It's not going to really surprise anyone who listens to us or listen. You know, those are where I stand on a lot of stuff. But your you mom, know, we, basically, we Marnay. This is not gonna surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. You mean like the two people? Yeah, your mom and apparently yeah. your ex-wife listened this week because uh. Aria, 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 you know, went and told to you, I hear. Yeah. What's a podcast for then? But but, but essentially, like you said, if you're worrying about playing Paul George and and taking a step further, if you are, if everything is always having to go perfect and we have any sort of disruption on the fringe and we can't compete or stay alive, we probably never were a contender. Um, I just don't, I don't, because everything, that's the thing is like, it's, I, 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 I'm really trying to take a step back and like really hear people's thoughts with the injuries because I get so defensive of injuries and back-to-backs that I want to never use it as an excuse because everyone's so quick to use it. And I just kind of discount the fact that it actually is – some of those things are actually actually real and tangible. But, you know, it just goes too far when you – yes, if you're down Rudy or Don, I, I completely get that. And even Mike Conley to some degree. But when we're, when we're, when we're talking about – we're down Bohan, or even worse than that, we're down our backup center and and Daniel House, who wasn't even on a team. I mean, it's just it's if 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 we have to have everything work perfectly to just have a chance, we probably never were 
what we thought we had. We we'll probably never were a contender. I yeah, guess. let's uh, let, because let, that's, let's, just not, uh... that's not the, that's just not the way it works. I understand there's a lot of breaks that come that way, but you just you know the fact that we just I, the, the thing that killed me about this team is there's two the, the one thing being what I feel is mentally weak, but and 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 along those lines just ne- couldn't overcome any form of adversity, like even the smallest bit of adversity just sunk them and we talked about that when they were losing to the bad teams in january right when we knew we were decimated it's like i get that but like you should like just by a fluke win one or two right like (laughs) zero Uh, ability to overcome adversity even even the houston rockets with them uh, with seven players beat the jazz every once in a while you know so exactly um, that's what i'm saying right so let me uh, let me let me let me cast a spell here dr strange style we're gonna open the multiverse um one of the things i was gonna bring up before you know the Clippers was like, hey, you know, there's a lot of talk about getting the Jazz into a certain position. Like, hey, well, maybe we should get to the third, you know, or maybe we should fall to the six, and maybe we should do this. I was like, we we did a little bit of that last year when the Jazz were first, but this year it's also like, well, maybe it's better if the Jazz, and ironically or coincidentally enough, the Jazz are in a six right now. Like, fall the six that way they can stay out of the, hey, the sun, stay out of the Suns um, uh, uh, side of the bracket, right? No, yeah, but you know where we're heading next, bro. We're heading to seven, and then we're gonna get eliminated by the Clippers in the plan. Um, Clippers and Lakers, boom, boom. And uh, and it's like, and so the point of like I that can. is, oh my goodness, um, can you imagine what Twitter is gonna be like? <laughs> and so the like the point of like is like, why are we talking about like avoiding? Because I don't know, like if you if you believe your team is good enough to be a champion, like I don't know, I, I don't understand the obsession of. Avoiding the Suns, I mean, I do. Avoiding the Suns to the in the second round or the the conference finals, like I get you. You, know, you want someone else to knock them out, or you want to like you know try to face them and not wear yourself out. But still, like I mean, if you're in the sixth spot and you're like, okay, we 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 can go here. We, the path is easier now. I'm like, I just don't understand how we can talk no, ourselves it's, into it's, that. It's, you know, it's right? definitely not a champion's mentality. I mean, obviously right. you don't get it. You're not going to be upset if you get it, but even at the third spot, just, it, it's, a, it's a. Yeah, so it's a weird it's a weird thing to be worried about and my one of my favorite things and I think we brought it up here the last time we potted is everyone tells us that seating doesn't matter and, and again our second shout out to our guy Josh he, he brought it up again and McCabe was great about it last year there has not been a champion lower than the four seed I believe since like the the Rockets it's, it's I mean it, it's, it does matter it I matters. mean it's one of those like like it matters because like the NBA is just there, there's you know you just can't get upsets in the NBA you know, the team of the crop will usually rise. Well, yeah, um, all about best of, best of seven was designed to prevent upsets. Right. The be- there was yeah. still a best of five still provided just a couple too many. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, those things that like, yeah, they the, were the, like, yeah. So. And that, that's what's frustrating about the, the NBA. Right. And like March Madness is really fun for that first weekend. Uh, the, I mean, the Bengals got to the Super Bowl. Um, all these other sports, uh, maybe not baseball, but I mean, baseball yeah. in like their wild cards and, and stuff are, are <laughs> when it's not expanded. Um, you know, the, the, it makes the play-ins super entertaining to watch because those are one-offs. But then yeah. you get to the playoffs, and it's like, all right, whatever. Like, you shouldn't feel so horrible about, about being the top six in the NBA or top six in the West. But you do. You you, you really do. You're like, all right, that's like because even with like, and let's flip it. Like, it's when the because the Warriors and the Mavericks have not had a great you know last three weeks either. Like, they were dropping, and the Jazz, if they could have just won a few more games, could be in the third spot, which is essentially the same thing with home court advantage. But I mean, yeah, seating just—I don't know. Just this is one of the things that two weeks ago, you know, they're like, okay, we're we're fighting for the third seed. The Jazz are fighting for the third seed, and now they're 
fighting to stay out of the seventh. And even on TNT last night, they're like, we talked to Quinn Snyder. And he said, as long as we stay out of the seventh. I'm like, really? They, like, was that an actual quote from Quinn Snyder? Trying to stay out of the plan is, is now the goal? I'm like, ah, just, it just, you know, things have really just, ru- 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 like, we talked about it being unsalvageable two years ago. Well, I mean, do, do you guys, how how long ago was this that uh, Mark Stein was dancing on our grave, basically? When he said, like, that the Jazz unraveling is, they didn't even wait till the playoffs to start unraveling. Oh, I, I, I didn't see that. What was, uh, give us the context of that. Yeah, the, so the Stein line, let's see, the Stein line. Let me see if I can find the tweet. Probably Mark because Stein, the Jazz fans uh, came after him so aggressively when he floated out. Donovan rumors, right? I mean, he yeah. was probably one. Of, he, he was a Donovan rumor guy, one of the seven thousand we produced. Oh, right? I guess he's not with the with the New York Times anymore. That's interesting. I yeah. guess he has his own like Substack and stuff now. So, but um, he said uh, specifically about the Jazz. Oh shit! This is great. this is great radio. We'll yeah. wait, wait here for Jared to find them. Uh, oh, thank go. God, we made it to the radio. Fuck yeah, Mom, we made it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. So yeah, so like I mean, it's it, it and 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 like Sarah Todd writing the good vibes article, uh, bad vibes article. Oh, and then um, Joe Ingles tweeting uh, good, good vibes with yeah, the with the with the Blazers. Yeah. Blazers uh, jersey. Mione. Okay, okay. Here's here's what it said ver- verbatim. Utah began the season as the league's nothing matters until the playoffs team that could no longer impress us during the regular season. Unraveling before the Jazz even got get to the playoffs was not supposed to be an option. Yeah, I, dun, like, dun, dun. And, and like, well, there's a lot because honestly, like, pretty much like, exactly what who said to start the show off. Today, yeah, this, right. This is like <laughs> unbelievable. Like at the beginning of the year, we we said, hey, you know, playoffs. It's, it's about playoffs. Regular season doesn't matter. And in the middle of the season, Logan was like, oh, unless it gets really bad. I'm like, and, and at that point, I was like, it's not even that bad. Like, you know, they had a bad. Re- it was like January, December, whatever it was. It wasn't that bad. And who would have thought that we're here in March? And shit's just hitting the fan so hard, and um, it is—it's crazy. Um, like, 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 I can't—I can't even fathom. Like, if you told me two months ago, this is like I told you, I—I I, I would say people are just overreacting, and people generally do. And this is like probably the first time ever where the overreaction is actually like it happened. Like, I was like, oh my god, um, you know, like Logan like bringing it up that you know during the the insalvageable pandemic era. That you know the the Donovan Rudy stuff probably has some substance, and like two years later, we're like we keep seeing more and more and more. Like they're 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 possibly talking about each other when they're when they're injured in press conferences. Um, you know, taking comments to each other. I mean, it's, it's getting really bad. It's like oh my god. Like okay, like yeah. So you know, maybe at the end of January, I still had hope to like hey, all I have to do is make a a, a Boston Celtics like run. At the end of the season, if you get hot, you know this is why people kept comparing it to the Bucks. The Bucks were a team that had a couple of seasons where they had great regular seasons, but they kept falling, falling in the playoffs. And then they finally decided to take a step back in the in the season and turn it on in the playoffs, and and, and voila, right? Like that's sort of what the, the recipe was, like the, what everybody was kind of hoping for. And now that right. just looks like such a like again, like uh, uh, if if. All of a sudden, um, uh, all, all other um, uh, you know, nine teams get COVID, and we're playing G League teams in the playoffs. <laughs> we, the Jazz might have a chance, but nobody like, even like the the fervent um, optimists out there are like, okay, we are ready to hop on. That you guys have any more room on Team Blow It Up? And Team Blow It Up has become much bigger than just what we were talking about, you know, 
like, oh, hell. like Logan, when, when, I, when we were talking about Team Blow It Up in, in the beginning of the season, what kind of was your plan or like things that you thought maybe could happen for Team Blow It Up to be a success? I, I thought Team Blow It Up was moving a bogey, a JC, maybe. I know you couldn't do that, but maybe a Mike Conley, but it wasn't like a complete reconstruction. It was just a change to those top five guys, top it, seven guys. Or affecting two oh pieces of the goodness. core, but we, we definitely got, definitely that it could become a debate because, you know, running back is not running back because we've got 17 other guys on our team now that weren't there before. And so, I mean, it, 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 it is whatever it is. It's just, it, it's, it's just been the perfect storm of mess. Like you said, you know, we, we said it in the regular season didn't matter unless it went weird, but also we wanted to see like maybe some, incremental things like some some things that get better from last year right like maybe these areas we struggle like beating good teams or or beating competitive teams or you know crunch time games or when we're pushed how do we respond and unfortunately the, the jazz play on the court has obviously taken a step backwards but i think the off the court stuff is 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 it's it's impossible to ignore um it's it's interesting again scrolling through it today because it came up again today with um you know, that Joe Ingles tweet did or didn't mean something. Here, here's the problem, guys. Like, in a vacuum, in an isolated incident, you can take the Joe Ingles comment and say, you know, that doesn't mean that Joe Ingles is just a smart ass. It means nothing. You can take the comments from Rudy Gay talking about how much money someone makes. And, in a, in a, and yes, in a vacuum, it just means nothing. The problem is you've got all these little fires along the way. Like, there's so many little things. Like, you are, you're, you're intentionally putting your head in the sand by saying, that comment, oh, that doesn't mean anything to me. You, 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 I'm sorry. There's, there's too many things. There's just a culmination of too many things that are just continually happening to where, I, in, in a matter of a couple of weeks, I went from like, man, post game press conferences are a waste of time because, you know, just we, we know what we have to do. We just got to do it. We got to execute it. But then all of a sudden, the last couple of weeks, it's been like, okay, I can't wait to see what the beat reporters tell us they're saying because this shit is getting weird yeah. every single night. It's uh, become get your popcorn moments. It's been. I think that's what I think that's where we really start to see the flaws is just it, it feels like a broken group that doesn't like each other, um, that doesn't um, get along with each other. Um, it's just I don't know. It's it's it's, it's been it, it, those are things I never anticipated. I, I never anticipated seeing happening. Right, like having the same struggles as last year, you could understand that. But I do think the stuff that's happening off the court is impacting what's taking place on the court because the product on the court is a significant step down from what we even were last year. Yeah, so. and like the beat writers, right? So a um, little inside baseball. So the beat writers have a really good relationship with the Jazz, obviously. Um, they, they get The beat writers get more access to – like I'm a media member, but they get more access than I do. Um, they can take yeah. they, they go to practice they can take it's COVID the league has just been cutting them off the knees though uh, and I mean this is actually um, so uh, some more I so like with BYU and Utah football um, when Kalani Sataki took, took over for BYU they became a lot more media friendly when Kyle Winningham took over for Utah they became le- way less friendly and there was a switch when that when all that happened it was just like whoa this is this is really weird um, right. So, you know, with the Jazz, uh, and probably when Dennis Lizzie took over, all of a sudden, like, even Beat Rider, like, everybody was getting their – so this is, like, this isn't even a COVID thing. Like, yeah, we're not in locker rooms and stuff anymore, but, um, you know, there's, like, certain – like, I'm not really allowed to go to um, Utah no, Jazz practice. No, it's like – but it's, like, press conferences and stuff, too. Like, the – I don't know. They, they – like they're so far away from them, uh, they're, it's it's kind of like there's just so much separation now. Where 
Yeah, but no. So what? So here's what I'm, uh, here's what I'm saying. But, but the league as a whole, Adam Silver has kind of turned. The players want right. less access, and so that's what they're doing. But they're so. still. I mean, but okay. But um, they're still. And look and look at how look at how how the players apparently feel about all the beat writers. <laughs> well, this, so this like this. So this is where I'm getting to. Like the beat writers are still in this market. In this in this market, you know, the right. Larsons, the Todds, the Jones. Um, they have the most access um, besides like Locke because he works for the Jazz. So oh, yeah. while you know while the Waldens and all these guys they don't work directly with the Jazz, they they you know you have a work relationship with somebody. So like they're not, I'm not saying they're always writing rosy stories, but they will talk. They they will figure out ways to be tactful about how they write things and you know not report certain things. And all of a sudden this weekend it's not just the Andy Larson stuff. I mean it's. You know, Sarah Todd writing her her bad vibes article going okay, and like, then Joe Ingles, yeah, like yep. the like it's it's the it's the benefit of the doubt because and that's what I do. I, you know, a lot of times I try not to be over reactionary. Uh, you know, they they oh they had seven bad losses or you know or they had a bad January. Okay, well, whatever. It's January. It's like, it's the Mieones um, of the world and all the other players um, that have been cut. So like now that the, the beat writers are even, I I don't know if they're I, I don't think there is a backlash of, of Royce and Don coming at Andy Larson because like you know obviously they're friends with Andy it's more of like okay guys there, we, there, there's we've tried to you know not cover up but we've tried to you know give you the benefit of the doubt but it, it, it's it's been too much there's too much now this is what this is what we're seeing like all the stuff yeah, that there's fire all, yeah. all, all this um, stuff that you know like we, we thought could be fine because it could it could have gone either way um, for, for a little bit but it just happened all at once. It's like okay, and so yeah, like the beat writers now starting to like yeah, guys, there's some serious troubles here. Um, that that should tell you something. Like oh boy, these guys who are all like really rosy with these guys, not rosy, but you know they you know you if you work with a sports team, you do have to make connections. Um, you know you, you want Donovan to talk to you outside of a press conference and, and everything, and and not hate your guts, but. Yeah, it, so there's some things that are, are, are looking pretty bad here. Yeah, um, you, you need you need to you need to make connections, and I don't think anyone wants to show up to work every day and work with someone where you just you made the situation uncomfortable for them, right? So I mean, yeah. um, and, and, and you're right. That's what I think is interesting is these they used to the, the beat reporters used to be the ones that would tell us that we're reading too much into it. It's, it's a non-issue, right? Not the case anymore. And I, I don't I don't think they were lying. <laughs> it's just that like they they really no, thought it was a non-issue, and now they're like okay. We, we 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 understand. We we think it's a real issue now. Um, um, yeah. So um, uh, yeah. So it's it's very it's very concerning because um, team blowing up has expanded way more than just you know trying to upgrade Bogey's position. Um, it is you know everyone up for sale, including you know your perennial all stars, um, Jared. Um, theoretically, you know maybe it's too soon for this, and maybe it's the right time for this. I don't know. Like theoretically, we get to the off season. You know, if, if everything happens, which you know we 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 have a ninety nine percent chance of being sure the Jazz are going to lose before they even get to the Western Conference Finals, um, and um, uh, there's going to be a shakeup. Which which piece do you think goes? Like, what 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 piece do you think as you know your GM? Do you go and make to like okay, this will make us better? Is it is it keep those guys together? Keep Rudy? Keep keep Donovan? Where where are you leaning? <laughs> Uh, on March 30th, 11:30 p.m. Well, assuming um, assuming I can get value the value that I want from this guy, I'm trading Rudy. 
that's well uh, i just and, okay. roster you've got too much money tied up in rudy and that has made it very difficult to uh to have a good interior defender and a good and have some more good perimeter players just what do you just, consider a good value for rudy i would think if you could get john collins and like a pick or something um all right i counter with clint capella and a pick uh yeah i'm not okay with that i'd i'd go sniffing around uh that's that's the best offer you got click click a a pick and then you're then then, no i need more i'd need more picks then i need more picks that's all you're gonna get i'm I'm telling you that's i'm just i'm just just laying it out for you this is all you're gonna get you've sniffed around the league that is your best offer then i think you're fucked so, uh, you have to trade. You have to trade somebody else then, because that's not enough then, value. Okay, that doesn't move the needle at all. It's that's that's dog shit. Okay, um, uh, Logan, how about how about you? Are, are you? I mean, again, this is just. I know that I threw it on you guys without giving you um, uh, a much of a. But are you leaning toward trading Rudy, trading Don? What else are you looking to trade there or trying to do to kind of help fix what's going on here? Because I, I think no, we, my, I, first, my, my first my first step is to try to trade everybody to, to to get it to make as much change outside of Ruby and Don. Those are the two I would try to hold on to and keep together. You know, I, I don't know what else exists. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't super I don't I don't super love like the hypothetical game. I mean, not no. a hypothetical game. But yeah, I, no. I, I, don't, I, I think it, it, there's there's really like I'm sorry, and this is going to sound really rude, but there's no there's no one like that's more uneducated on how what, what the value even is than us. Or even anyone on Twitter that we know. That's the thing is like we don't. We say they they won't take this. And they won't take that. You tweeted out the other day about well, why think, no one would take why no one would take JC. And I, I think you know like teams teams make the teams who are motivated and, and have the right mentality figure out how to how to make things happen. I'm not going to say you're going to get you know you're going to get Embiid for 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 Gobert, but I think there is a mentality within the Jazz to just kind of hedge their bets and not really push for that kind of you know, bigger moves. So I, I don't, I yeah, don't they, know. They only did the it, one it, big move exists, for, for Conley and it, and now it's yeah, starting to like, bit us in the ass, which sucks. Yeah, so so I, I, I guess the I, reason I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know, I guess the reason I, I, I put I really, it out there, I, I'd be surprised if, I'd be surprised right, if you right, see right, any right, sort yeah. of big change. I, I guess the reason I put it out there, cause like, like Jared was like, Oh, I want to get this. I'm like, cool. I, I know what you want to get. However, I'm just trying to figure out what's the lowest you would take to, cause like, I mean, if we get to the off season and it's clear that, one draft pick doesn't move me. It and if doesn't. it doesn't move you, then 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 if you say okay, then then you just keep it there. You're fucked either way. Is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, because what I'm saying they're fucked. Okay, but the, but that's things that like so what? You... So then you have to trade Rudy and Donovan. You have to burn now it there, all down. Now there's a now there's a, a really interesting yeah. um, uh, part is that because and Donovan has a lot of value. You should be able to get some good value. Right, there. like like you should probably like you you can't probably get the Paul George value. You might be able to get you know let's say. Three picks and maybe one or two pick swaps, and I don't know if you can get an SGA type player, but uh, so someone put out I think uh, Utah Jazzy forty seven or whatever his name is Jazzman forty seven put out something like Julius Randle and four picks for, that, for Donovan. I wouldn't take that. Gross. Okay, but I mean, again, again, I'm trying to figure out like what because if because if you don't do that and there's nothing else, then you just keep it until they both just leave for nothing. Yeah, just then that's what you do. You write it out. You. And you, if you write it out, then all of a sudden, in two years, you, you just have nothing. You're covered with bear, and you have Good. nothing. Good. <laughs> I can live with that. Why? And why, why is that better? Put than... asses in seats and make money in the meantime. I'm thinking like a GM. That's. I mean, but you as a fan, you're satisfied with that. 
uh, me as a fan? Uh, hell no, I'm not going to be happy with that. But what am I going to fucking do? Uh, I'm, I'm, see, I'm asking, this is a question for you as a fan. Would I you feel you satisfied? Me as a GM. I mean, but, yeah, but put yourself in the GM shoes. But like, would you as a fan feel good about just like, all right, cool. Like, no, I wouldn't. Right. Because like, I mean, like, let's say, like we're, we're getting mad at like, okay, well, that's not enough for Donovan or Rudy. But then the other alternative is holding on to two players who we're starting to like feel like can't play together. And, you know, Donovan has, you know, Rudy could retire a Jasmine and that could work. But I mean, we're, we're getting closer and closer to Donovan. Here's the thing. I out. think you can get my problem with what you're postulating is mm. that people aren't going to give you two rotation players for Rudy. They're only going to give you one. And I don't buy that. But, I think but the, I'm not asking what we can, but I'm asking what is your tolerance level like? I mean, because if if my, I'm a... my tolerance level, okay, I saw I saw a somebody flouted um, a Nets trade where Rudy ends up on the Nets, which I don't think it'll happen because I I think KD would be like, no, I don't want to play with that guy. I don't care if our defense is bad. <laughs> um, I would accept. I would accept Ben Simmons on this team if, you know, they could figure out how to get him healthy. I don't think Ben Simmons would want to be here, though, so I think he's going to be like a, you know, three- or four-year rental. Um, I mean, three or four-year. I mean, that's that's everybody, right? Three or four-year rentals because that's, that's how, how long contracts are. So, or James Harden is just a six-monther. Right, yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> most players, like Donovan right now is a three-year, maybe two-year rental, right? Um, uh, so... Um, and so, and so like, I, I guess the reason I ask these hypotheticals is because, like, I'm not, I don't want to, like, like, let's play Gemini and try to make the Jazz better. I just want to say, hey, it could get worse, but what are we, what are you as a fan willing to do to, um, uh, like, I mean, sometimes you just have to, like, because that's what Oklahoma City did, right? They they were able to, you know, I, they I lost Paul George. Oklahoma City, like, I am not, uh, like, <sighs> the jazz, it, to me, like, if the Jazz want to burn it down, Mm-hmm. And trade everyone, yeah, I can. I will stomach that as a fan because that is the plan. Like the t- what you're doing now isn't working. That's a pivot. I am fine with a pivot to something that's not the same old bullshit. Um, as a fan, like if I was the GM, I mean, I, I and I had no better options. I might just run the same team into the ground until one of them leaves. I mean. I mean, what choice do you really have? If you're, I mean, you can you can trade them away for nothing, but that's I mean, it's not, not good. That's the thing. It's like it's not. So you're nothing. still gonna be it's, worse either way. That, well, so yeah, be- it's gonna be worse. But if you let them leave for nothing, that's worse than getting something in return, whether it be picks or um, well, but uh, rotation if it, piece. If it's something that's really poor in return, is that really worse? I don't know. But at least it it's, it's at, I mean, at, right now the Jazz have no assets, right? They have their, they own most of their own picks except for this next next year. But they but they can't you know I mean they they have they they've given up so many to like they they have some of their picks right. Well, that's that's kind of the problem is you gave up so many in dumping assets. Mm-hmm. The Dennis Lindsay that's why the last three or four years of Dennis Lindsay's ten, tenure were were just like the pro the real issue is here it's the. That we we all look at like one de- there's like one decision, one particular decision is like this is, a this is what got, got Dennis Lindsay fired. That was the last straw, you know. He picked Doc as a bookie. I, I get was- so I get that. So here's the like here, here's let me phrase it this way. 
the reason the Jazz are not, um, uh, you know, championship contenders is because they missed on the 27th pick in the draft. Like, that's how hard it is to win this league. Like, you know, the 27th yeah. pick in the draft should not be that big a deal. But because they missed yeah, on that, but they, all but, of a sudden... Well, but they, they whiffed on several picks before that, though, too. Right. Well, like, I mean, but, but I mean, we, was, we just said, you know, it was the one thing, that thing that, that caused well, well, yeah, the fire. Was and, a camel's um, back. It's like, okay, you fucked up too many years in a row. You're gone. Um, and because that, that's, that's hard, right? That, that, that's that's hard. Bye. So, um, I don't know, Logan's. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I'm making any sense because, like, I'm just trying to figure out. We we keep saying, okay, you know, Quinn Snyder, Rudy, Donovan, um, because it sucks where the Jazz are right now. Like, be, at the beginning of the year, I was like, okay, guys, the Portland Trailblazers. And I, I don't know if I made my point, like, hey, they, they had two guys that they really liked that they drafted and. But they also made, you know, some mistakes. Like, the things that they weren't horrible. Like, they were still really good, but they just kept missing on picks and, and, and uh, free agency, and which is, again, not an easy thing to do. Uh, even when they felt like they nailed it, they, they still missed. Like, I, I thought the Jazz nailed it two years ago, and, you know, now we have the, you know, hindsight. And it's like, oh, I guess I, was, guess I was totally wrong about that. Um, and this is a whole bigger thing of, like, why it sucks to be in the NBA. But... Um, uh, I think I lost my train of thought here. Logan, um, I mean, like, do you think the Jazz are in the world? Because, like, the Rockets probably, fans probably feel better about their team than the Jazz fans do. The Thunder, you know, like, all these teams that are out of the playoffs but have, like, these young pieces, right? Like, they have hope. Um, the Jazz just have no hope. Um, and that, that's the really shitty place to be in, in the sports world. Yeah, I don't. I, I yeah, it, I guess there. We can think back to that to some degree when we were excited about when we saw flashes with the, with with the young Derek Favors and young Gordon Hayward, and we're like, oh, hey, we're building towards something. We almost got to the playoffs, or we won a series, and so yeah, there's definitely some of that. Um, it, it does it does definitely feel dire and bleak at times, but um, I also believe that the guys get paid to figure this stuff out. So um, they, I, I don't, I don't think you can unless 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 one of them and we we know the only one who would do it would be Don unless Don walks in and says I need I'm out of here get me out I think you have to just try to ch- I think you have to make larger changes to the bigger parts of the roster yeah if, there, if there's some bang up deal other that's Capella and Collins and a pick you know for Rudy Gobert then yeah you take it and you just maybe try to make that honestly that, that, that would be to me that's an awesome trade but Don, Don, Donovan's really I think Donovan's kind of the fulcrum that determines whether you try to just make this version better or whether you completely just destruct the whole thing and, and then to Jared's point I don't think the Jazz have the courage to go full rebuild I don't think they have the guts to unload everybody um and and, and do that I don't I just, I just don't think they do I right, think yeah. to your point who they're they're more comfortable being in the Portland Trailblazers territory and if it gets really bad, then you know what? You trade them at the deadline the last year of their contract and you recruit you recoup something, right? Yeah. You As don't a... you don't yeah, you, you wouldn't write it out to the very end and 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 keep them the entire time. But yeah, you probably keep Donovan for well, how many years you got two and a half, four years, three and a half, four years, whatever yeah. his contract they is. Pro- they probably wait till it's the last second to last or last year of his contract. Yeah. And, and so, as a I, as a I, business I think he's the I think he's the fulcrum really honestly that determines whether you try to make major changes around those two, or whether you just—I don't know. I, but at the same time, I don't see the Jazz having the guts to, yeah, to blow I it mean, up all the way either. And Madonna could very well do that. Yeah, as a business, very well especially in Utah, like the dirty secret is that when your teams aren't good, like we we see it on this podcast when when we when the Jazz are bad, 
no one listens. All right, that, that's fair. Yeah, like, downloads uh, are d- listens are down. Nobody, yeah. nobody watches some uh, highlights on TV. No, nobody like no, nobody cares about the Jazz uh, until playoffs start. Uh, and this this was even last year when the Jazz were good. Like everything was better, but you know we got to February. I mean the season's too long. We got to February to you know April or whatever. Like the like last two months of the season, people just didn't care as much. Um, and you know that is what it is. Like all right, well shit, you know get to the playoffs, right? And then all of a sudden, that, that flamed out. Um, the Jazz can't have too many Ty Corbin years. Because, uh, I mean, look at college basketball in Utah. BYU, Utah, Utah's we were saying. Like, they, do, they don't get that many fans because there's only so much um, time people can spend watching these sports, only so much money they, you know, can, you know, they can spend on sports. Like, Utah's becoming a football state. Like, I mean, yeah, the football programs are doing well. But only when they're doing well. Um, you know, oh they, yeah, they don't have to be natural yeah. champions, obviously. No, I, I, well, plus, plus, like some of the opponents that, like, uh, when BYU was playing some, you know, B tier, S tier opponents, even when they were doing well, those games were, they were still pretty, you know. Well, BYU a lot of empty seats. Uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, uh, I've only been covering BYU for a couple of years. Every game I go to, they're just packed, right? And like. <laughs> They're 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 independent. They don't they don't have they don't really have a shot at the national title. Um, they don't have a shot at New York Six Bowl. Uh, well, that's kind of the perfect, beauty of college right? football. You don't you don't need the and, that, and that's and that's the thing. And and but that's <laughs> they're, like they're good enough. But if they were bad, people would stop caring about them. I mean, like the thing is, Utah basketball has been bad. Oh yeah, BYU yeah, basketball no. is just fine. Um, all BYU the other basketball, had the, yeah. they had those ugly football years, and yeah, they had trouble. Yeah. So they had um, trouble uh, filling that's the thing that. You know, we, we hate the term bandwagon fans, but it is what it is. Like, if your team's not performing well, like, why do you want to go watch? You know, and, you know, th- there's going to be people who do. That's And good for them. Yeah, um, Utah isn't known for its diehard sports fans. But, man. I mean, but, uh, I, I, guess, I, guess, I guess my rebuttal to that would be, though, that if you go full rebuild and you have your down years, they'll come back when you're good again. And the NBA is structured right. in such a way that we see these teams just tank and they don't care about the gate. They don't care about the gate as much because there's revenue sharing and, and various money deals to where. Right. I mean, that's the thing. We don't really know how far the Jazz are willing to push it. If the, if the Jazz become the Thunder or the Rockets, you know, will there be a dip? Yeah, there'll absolutely be a dip. They won't be. They won't be packing the place like they are now. But how far it'll dip, we don't know. I never, see. Even even the, even the Ty Corbin years were not what the Rockets are. I, I'm right? I'm kind of scared so. that um uh, I'm kind of scared that they go ahead and that uh, well I'm kind of scared that they dip into the Kings territory. Um. And the reason that their Ty Corbin years were bearable is because they were able to flip Darren Williams um, uh, to get. I mean, it was Der- I mean, it was Derek Favors, but Derek Favors as a rookie was like, oh boy, this could be something, right? And they had a couple of, the, you know, then they went and got Ennis Cantor, um, and then they had Alec Burks. Like, they, they they made us hope for these. Well, guys. It's kind of hilarious how that that the only, the, I mean, the the pick, the high value pick, were. Derek Favors, and then it the Knicks pick, which was a nine that they'd been waiting on forever, that turned into Gordon Hayward. It's 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 kind it's it's so ironic and just hilarious that none of the other picks that were for Derek Favors really amounted to much. Wasn't that uh, wasn't one of them um, uh, Alec? Uh, Alec Burks. Yeah, Mm-mm-mm. I'm not sure if he was the. 
Uh, well, I mean, but Alec Burks is like a rotation player. He wasn't really a starting caliber. I mean, but at the time, though, like he was, you know, the core four. Like they, they really thought. I mean, he obviously. Yeah. They all yeah. ended up being. I mean, Gordon Hayward was better, but they all ended up being whatever. He was David Locke's most likely to make the All Star team of this group. <laughs> Probably the last time I ever listened to David Locke. Well, <laughs> well, well, he was also David Locke's like I followed you on your summer vacation guy. Yeah, That's so, so weird, bro. Um, yeah, so it is. Uh, it is. But yeah, I mean, you, you get picks and the Jazz. Uh, you got to have hope, and right now, like you know, as Ted also does, it's the hope that kills you, but. Without hope, man, like there's just no reason to, like the Jazz last few years have been fun to watch because, hey, you have a budding superstar, Donovan, yeah. Mitchell, like Donovan and Rudy have gotten better the last three or four years. They like, they just keep getting like, all right, cool, we're, we're we're seeing, but then they add new tricks and they just keep getting they 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 get um, better conditioning. They they keep, they add better moves. Like oh, these two are getting better. Like your team should not be falling apart when your two perennial all stars are getting better. It's just this that, is so that's kind of that's my problem with the with the team. I like maybe this is what I guess this is why people didn't want to get rid of Joe Ingles. You know, Joe Ingles leaving and whatnot, it all fell apart. He was basically, I guess, he really was the glue guy that everybody thought he was. I mean, uh, I, get, I mean, if, if, if you lose, play was starting to be really bad. So. If you if you lose if you lose some um, uh, one glue locker room guy, then. I mean, I, I guess some uh, as Bruno starts with like he, they've lost all the glue locker room guys. I guess that's fair, but yeah, I mean, geez, like you know, these the, we're we're not talking about eighteen year old kids. We're talking about twenty five and thirty year olds. You know, I know, like, I know. <laughs> like I'm like okay, uh, I, I I just don't understand like how. Well, uh, I mean, but I okay. So Logan Logan has been a teacher, and I've been a teacher, and Logan, you know how you can add or take away one or two kids from the mix, and that completely changes the personality of the class, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's the same thing with, like, any group of humans. That's kind of, that's how it works. Well, I mean, yeah. for better or for worse. Big difference, though, is, like you said, children as opposed to adults. You'd hope no, no, I know. To, but, 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 you're, but you're right. And it's funny. It's almost like who's, like, staring into my notes because – I've got a note right here that says Donovan and Rudy have gotten better as players, but have not gotten better as leaders. Yeah, I just, um, I just, because I think that's the problem. I think that's, I think that's the problem. And I think I, I, I did put a Joe Ingles tweet out there that he, Joe Ingles being gone is low on my list of, there's a thousand reasons why this has gone, uh, has gone wrong. And some people said, well, he was a locker room presence. I'm, I'm not discounting that. What I'm saying is that's indicative of the bigger problem right. is that because Joe Ingles was such a, was such a huge, important piece that someone else should have taken that mantle more readily right like i'm not saying you, you you don't not still have glue guys but the fact that he was if he if he truly was which i still wonder if he was because we were joe ingles was on the team for most of the season and this team was the same pretty much all goddamn year long no and there's I, a lot I, of there, there's I, also I, a lot of rumblings that joe ingles has been a little salty bitch for the last year and a half so i i don't know that i think i think we well, may be hey, overvaluing what he was he's been putting out have supported that exactly uh, yeah but i mean salty little but, bitch. But, but even if he, but even if he was even if, <laughs> even if i give you the benefit of the doubt that he was so crucial that's also a problem not saying he can't be a glue guy and a leader but if, if one of your two guys hasn't taken that mantle and that's where i go back to what you guys i, I don't i don't really have any interest in blowing anything up completely i think that there's still a lot of talent on the team i mean we had we we started this season off by saying, hey, we, we, we don't care about the regular season because we still have postseason aspirations because we still have to believe there's enough talent there to do things. So 
I don't, I don't see, again, unless Don forces your hand, I think you try to make moves around. I think you try to make bigger moves with, within the team. And I think the biggest move we haven't brought up at all yet is I think you need a different voice on the, on the sideline. Who's going to make some different choices and just give some things a different, you know, you got, I think you have a responsibility before you completely nuke it, especially if Don is not forcing his way out to change as much around it as possible before you blow it up. And I think there's some coaching questions that can be asked. I think there's, I, I do believe there's moves again, when we get value on Mike Connolly, no, but can we get a couple rotation players that maybe make up for our weakness, weaknesses or a, a rotation player? Yeah, and I, I think there's things you have to do. Low quality pick is is all I would all I would need, honestly. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure out because like the team that need would, a guy because I think I'm ready to move Don to the one. The the the, the team that would want Connolly is the the team that is young, um, uh, that needs a, a you know a presence. Um, they don't know how to win yet, but they have so many young. Uh, you know, really good pieces, a la like Memphis, um, or um, uh, you know, like the Pelicans. Well, yeah, no, I'm just saying teams that the, but I'm giving you the blueprint, right? Right. Memphis has a bunch of young guys that they don't. I'm not quite sure. Or a team like Orlando, where they feel like they can get if they get one All Star caliber player to help elevate. I mean, or Orlando kind of fits because they do have some decent young talent. It just feels like they need. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's got to be a team that's. Maybe on the cusp uh, of like, hey, we, yeah. we we can make a playoff run. Um, yeah. Uh, if we but we we need the guy, you know, that's what the Jazz were. The Jazz were like on the cusp. We we to make the next level, we need to have an All Star point guard. Um, and and to go back to Joe Ingles, because it's funny because like we talk about Joe Ingles, the trade and how that felt. Like, it's, but the the thing is that the piece they got back for Joe Ingles look a lot like out a month later. You know, not just not just Nikhil Alexander Walker. Like, yeah, they look decent, but the, but the team is still shit. So like 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 um uh, like somehow um uh, we turned Joe Ingles non production because he was not gonna have any production after the trade deadline into um you know flashes of Nikhil Alexander Walker and flashes of Netflix superstar Wancho um uh, do you love this game uh Hernan Gomez Hernan Gomez like um, <laughs> like and and, and just like I was like that seems like it was a good move and yet. I'm just just baffled that this, this is still happening. Um, you know the Rudy Gay stuff. People are, are are really hating, and I was like, I don't know what people thought Rudy Gay was going to be when they got in. I thought I think for what he signed for and his age and everything, I'm like, oh, he seems like he's you know. I, I asked you guys what you guys thought he was going to be. I, like this is kind of like he's a guy I thought could hit threes. He's a guy that I could thought could score from this. I, I didn't think he was going to be a 15 point scorer a night, but. You know, he'll get you a couple buckets here and there. I thought he was going to be George Yang with a little more versatility. So um, I just I just don't understand what people are talking about. And I think it be that. I think part of the problem is that like you have so many other issues on the perimeter and stuff like that. That and and okay, uh, here's the thing: we we have. I think we've addressed this before on the podcast. It still feels like there's a large contingent of the fan base that's like, Quinn Snyder's not making any adjustments coaching-wise. Well, that's absolutely not true. I feel like the, the, the problem that we've been running up against is it feels like it's a, a personnel issue. Like, the oh, backcourt... You think so? The, ja- the Jazz are running three-point guards almost, you know, 30 minutes a game. Um, I know, I know. But yeah, and that's something that we haven't... We don't really do, right? I mean, well, I the mean, problem... But they have The backcourt's for... kind of small. They, they, they've been running three-point guards for ever since Joe Ingles got traded, ever since Joe Ingles got injured. Uh, they've right. been running, um, uh, you know, this lineup of, you know, one of the, the three of the four uh, of Forrest, J.C., 
Conley and Donovan, and it's mind-boggling. But I mean, it's just—I mean, I guess because that's what like and I think this is on Logan Studd, right? Like Joe Ingles, we're missing his height because as the you know I'm gonna say it again, the tertiary um, uh, ball handler. Yeah, um, but we're, uh, we don't we don't miss him getting blown by on every single. Yeah, we, um, we got JC. We, we got JC out there, so that's that. That's probably not a problem. Uh, yeah, but he he hasn't looked. No, he has looked. He's looked very bad on defense. Well, that Hornets game, just it awful. It just, depends on. Yeah, is I'll take that on a game to game basis. No, he's he's awful. Some, he's, 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 he's 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 awful. He's always been awful on defense. Um, sure, but he has he has stretches where he's looked serviceable, which is all you need from him, honestly. No, and you, you it, know, I, I would that. I would love to see the, I would love to see the Matrix because I, I mean I, I got to throw my, my obligatory I don't like Quinn Snyder comment out just because we're contractually <laughs> obligated to um, paid for by Linus Clay's dad. Um, but the uh, Quinn Snyder is not a good dude. Look it up. Um, the, the 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 thing the so Quinn Snyder, you are dead. You're 100 percent right, Jared. He has been more flexible than what we've seen in the past and, and much more adjustment bait oriented. I'd be curious to see how many of those adjustments that we're giving him credit for took place with a fully healthy roster because sometimes it's forced our hand. But I'm willing, to, I'm willing to I'm willing to concede that point from a no, rotation you're, standpoint. No, you're right though. That's correct. Where that, Quinn that, Snyder I, has not made adjustments, where I, our great owner Dwayne Wade called him out on last night is he doesn't make adjustments when the fucking wheels are falling off. Yeah, like I'll give him credit. We, he's done he's done the dope thing, which you know that's you're right. That was that was outside the box. He started dope instead of starting Whiteside. Wancho around Whiteside. He did Wancho. He helped. So I, I will concede that point. But in-game adjustments, halftime adjustments, when things are really going weird, um, yeah. he doesn't seem to have an ability to figure that out. And 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 the the the, the, the defenders of Quinn will say the players have to execute, and and I get that to some degree. And they, they do have I'm not just something they have to execute as well too but like that's also why the coaches get paid to to, to yeah. that's why the co- the great coaches are the great coaches I mean and I don't there's some guys and obviously Coach K is the the top of the mountain but having watched Duke for many years for reasons I don't watch them anymore but the the <laughs> the Blue Devils were fantastic about they go into halftime and it's a whole different it's a whole different set of adjustments in the second half right um, and I think that Ty Lue is. A wizard of that. I think oh, that Popovich, Popovich is great about that. First half and he... I, do, I don't watch enough heat games to know if Spolster's like that, but that, that's we don't no. have that ability. I mean, and it's just like last night when you're watching the wheels fall off, his his adjustments were just keep calling timeouts to where I'm out of timeouts with three minutes left to go. Yep. Which, yes. which Jared and I joked about, but it like turned out to be a problem for a yeah. different reason. Yeah. <laughs> we got Chris um, Weber. Um, uh... Yeah, because yeah, shout out to Stat News, who everyone hates. I don't follow Stat News because the funny part about me for Twitter is like you don't have to like consume anything. So if you hate stat news, just don't pay attention to stat news. But that's too easy. That's too simple of a solution. But I know there's a lot of stat news hate. But I'm sorry, I laughed my ass off when they said the Jazz lose again, and it was fucking Chris Connelly, Weber, yeah. Rudy, and Chris Webb. <laughs> that was some funny shit. Uh, anyway, um, it was timely. Um, um, uh, so real quick before we move on, I know we're at the like 54 minutes mark or whatever. We're gonna go over an hour, so you can have to deal with them. Sorry, we have a lot to say. And so it's going to take more than an hour. We've been holding this in for two weeks. Yeah, like like I'm a, <laughs> when, stars, when you're backed you. up, when you're backed up, and the jazz give the jazz give you an enema, and you can finally let loose, you let loose. All right, so. Oh yeah. Oh baby. <laughs> I've, I've got a question before you try. I I got a question, and I don't know if this will become a regular segment or not. I'm just throwing it out now, so you have you feel obligated to do it, even if it's a bad idea. 
Um, I have this new idea, which, which are just two things that piss me off. Um, <laughs> do you mind if I give you my two things that piss me off? Oh, I, <laughs> yeah, I, never mind. I like where this is going. Okay, first one. First one. These are these aren't again aren't relevant at all. The first. These are a couple weeks old, but I think I like this because sometimes they're just things that make me so angry because people are stupid. Zach Lowe on Rudy Gobert a couple weeks ago. Zach Lowe was one hundred point zero 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 percent right. There's nothing Zach Lowe said in that podcast that was wrong in any degree. Maybe the Bam stuff. Maybe the Bam stuff. Wait, uh, could you Zach remind? Lowe like I didn't was, listen, so could you remind uh, us in the audience? Basically, what, uh, he was just he, he was basically saying that that Rudy was not better than cat which a lot of people lost their shit over and then he pointed out some of rudy's offensive limitations right uh and 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 jerry can jump into with it but but essentially he's pointed out some of the stuff that we've always called out that while rudy has some rudy has offensive limitations that's just all there is to it like you well, can't and, pressure and the thing is, cat, cat and has really upped his keep... defense rudy has not upped his offense the way cat has upped his defense yeah. Yeah, and so so there there was the initial cat reaction which they hated, but then there was also what they felt like was mess, you know, just great raining on Rudy because, God forbid, Zach Lowe invoked the fact that people can scheme Rudy out of situations offensively. He didn't say defensively in the postseason. If you listen to Zach Lowe, he very often consistently defends the fact that it's not Rudy's fault defensively. But he talked about how teams can scheme Rudy out of being involved essentially in the, in the offense and the playoffs. And so there was, I, I listened to it like thinking like, okay, like there's gotta be something damning here. And it was just another example of like, because we're so sensitive to defending Rudy and then for good reason, like there, there was nothing wrong. It was, it, it was, it was mind boggling to me that when I, I listened to that, that I didn't see anything wrong with it. But anyways, that's, that's the one. Uh, the other one is the Joe Ingles shit is weird. Like this, the, the Ingles stuff is weird. And it's weird in that, we and this goes back a couple weeks ago. It's weird that he keeps talking about us. It's weird that we keep asking about him. When when have you ever seen a player traded to where we keep that there's this much back and forth? So like he came back, he quote unquote came back to Utah with Portland, and the 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 everyone working in media was asked like, first of all, why are you asking those questions? Because he's not on our team anymore. And second of all, why is Joe still talking about it? Like it's gotten it's just he he's become it's become very just weird like. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't. I can't. Think little people, bitch book. But I just don't understand when you get traded. Like most, the company line would be if the reporter they can ask the question. So I don't really fault them. They can ask the question. You know, how is it or what is it like being back? NBA rule book one hundred and one is you just say this is my new team now. We had a lot of good times and I, you know, I'm here now and I'm focusing on these guys. But he doesn't do that. And then the stuff came out last night. But also there's just this weird fascination we have with him too, to where he's just kind of like shitting on us on every turn but we're kind of like oh god i miss you so much and the professionalism has never been his strong suit he's gotten weird the situation around him has gotten weird the fandom around him has gotten weird like it's just i I, again cult hero i get it i love joe ingles it's only jazz jersey that's currently owned in my household but like it's gotten so weird it's gotten weird with him it's gotten weird with that we keep like you wouldn't have these expectations like when we went back to New Orleans, we weren't clamoring to see what Nah felt about being back in fucking New Orleans, right? I don't know if we've been there. Maybe it's a bad example, but I'm sure Wancho's played for every team in the NBA at this point. So, you know, why weren't we asked? It's just not things you do, and it's just it's gotten so weird. And I just don't I don't understand. I don't understand. I, I just don't. Why am I trying to understand why Twitter acts the way they act? I don't get it. But the Joe Ingles stuff being weird has been on my list for a long time, and there's never been a good segue to bring it out. But it's just does does it seem weird to you guys that like? he's talking about us so much and that we're con- like, we're continuing to like have the dialogue back and forth. Like it, it hurt, it broke our hearts. Him being salty is one thing, but it's not just the salt. The salty stuff is 
like I get that, but like the fact that like the interview that he had when he came back where he was talking so much about what happened was weird to me. It was really weird. Um, like that's just not what the players should be doing. He should be like just talking about what's happening. The it, Joe, it, was, it struck me as weird. The Joe Eagle stuff kind of made me think about this. I mean, lately, like maybe the last week, two, three weeks, maybe, or, uh, I mean, especially since last night. Um, I think one thing that maybe us. I know a lot of jazz fans, um, uh, you know, and especially me to a, to a certain degree, um, was always like, you know what? At least the jazz front office is pretty good. Jazz culture is pretty good. Uh, I'm not one of these people that think that you know you have to love the jazz to play for the jazz. Um, you know, I thought Joe Ingles was one of those players that you know that you know he he had a lot of good times with the jazz. Um, there's a reason that he might want to come back in the off season, uh, is because of the good good relationships he has here. I am starting to think that jazz culture is not as strong as I not, once believed. It ain't no heat culture, man. Um, I, I'm starting to think. You that, fuck, what do you want to fucking fight me, <laughs> dude? We need somebody who's willing to fight somebody. Um, I'm Shit. starting to. I'm starting to think that I'm. Uh, you know, like the like. There are some like problems in the front. Like I mean, we, we always assume that because like this is like people like want Don to love Utah so much, right? Because like if you love Utah so much, you would never want to leave. You want a Malone to start in your career here because you're gonna love the state so much, like they did. Not, did they though? I don't know. I mean, they, they, they did. They, they liked it obviously enough, and the era was different back. I mean, I was talking to Mark about this today. Like you know, hey, you know, they would have ran the Jazz out of here in '95 after losing six straight, you know, second rounds or West Coast Finals and all this, all this shit, blah 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 blah. But I mean, the yeah, era back then was. The, the era back then was seven year contracts, right? You well, know, they, they like, still won't now. Um, I mean, they, the people in Utah they'll, they'll flap their gums a lot, but they rarely do they want to put their money where their mouth is. Well, I mean, I mean, like, but the 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 because the, the thing is, like, it wasn't social media back then, but I'm sure there are people talking at the water cooler or whatever. Like, it was just like you're complaining to a, uh, an audience of five versus right. five hundred. Uh, or five thousand right. or whatever it is. I mean, now no, we all no, have I, opinions, but there, there. Um, I guarantee there were people that were always salty, right? And, and yeah, like right. I mean, I mean, and and we 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 go back to the golden days of Carl and John and the zero championships that they won while they were here. Um, but I mean, there was a different era back then, right? Because I mean, people just stayed. I mean, Scottie Pippen stayed with you know with Michael Jordan because and and made less money than he could have on an NBA contract for a long well, time. That was also because of. The shitty, shitty contracts back then. Yeah, like you so, lock a guy in for seven that's years. That's what I'm saying. Like you you, you locked kinda... in, and the guys just didn't force trades out. It just wasn't, you know. We, we again, James, we, we talk about James Harden finding a new Play team every Harman, two years, baby. right? Um, and and playing yeah, Harden. So the, the, the first one was really Carmelo Anthony, and that's within our lifetime recently, right? Oh God. So, but no, I'm just saying. But I'm just saying, like it's it's not a new. You're, what's your point? It's a new thing. And it's so, newish. Yes, it's just, yeah. It's just it's just it's just like racism. We thought racism was on the decline. Until we realized that social media just helped like connect all the races together, yeah. so um, it's, it's, it's kind of like that. Out, they all so that there was there was probably pockets of five people who thought the Jazz were chokers and were pissed off at them, but it wasn't enough to cause to stir a ruckus up. And we certainly right. had no ability to at them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they're, they're sending letters to the Delta Center. Oh, Carl, yeah. you played like shit, you know, three weeks ago. <laughs> um, that was I think that was father of the pod, Mark's dad. Um, 
that was my impression. <laughs> so, you know, we're going to have to ask yes. Mark if his dad ever wrote letters to the Jazz yeah. complaining about their play. Yeah. My, 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 my dad my, my dad complained about the, you know, Nia Jazz all, jazz all the time. I remember. Saying, right, but did he, did he write them letters? That'd no, be amazing. Like, I mean... That would have been incredible. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a good point. My grandpa, I, I've, I've joked about this before, but you're right. My grandpa was always... He was he was unsatisfied with any any game that wasn't two hundred to nothing. Anytime the other yeah. team scored, the Jazz didn't score. It was a massive failure. Um, but but anyways, I, I guess maybe to, to to put one more thought on Joe Ingles is as I'm kind of therapizing this outside. I don't blame the weirdness does not lie with the fans. I understand. I I think you're a little dorky for it, but I get it because we're fans. We hold on to nostalgia. That's fine. We're we're supposed to be right. Yeah. Sport sport. Everywhere else in life is to be man. rational. I don't blame the reporters for asking about it. This is solely on Joe. This is weird that Joe is not like killing it, right? He's not killing the story. Or just, he's he's choosing to indulge in that, which while it feels like it's a it's a jab at the the uh, the jazz, Front office, it's also yeah. kind of a jazz at his current team. Like, and I, and I guess maybe if he was playing, it'd be different. Maybe this is all thrown off because he's not playing. But if, let's say Joe Wingles was actually an actual active rotation player and was traded to. Portland, how much weirder would that be received by his teammates that he was talking? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. It's just, it's just weird. He's just, it, it's, it's. Weird. I, I don't well, like he also, being salty, but it's also weird just that he talks about it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he also, um, you know, begged Dame to follow him back, and oh, he finally, Dame follow, finally followed him back. Apparently. <laughs> well, thank God we can all sleep easy now. <laughs> yeah, that was. The- I thought that was weird too. Like I don't, I don't follow Joe Ingles. Uh, spoiler alert: I don't follow Joe Ingles on the socials. I only see it because all you motherfuckers retweet it. Uh, I've never retweeted Joe Ingles. No, I mean, no, I'm not talking about you. I mean, so, our um, yeah, I mean, so the, I that me. yeah, the Joe Ingles <laughs> stuff. I mean, I mean, is is it, it at? I mean, again, like you said, in the vacuum, it doesn't feel like he's taking shots. But then you know, over and over and over and over again, like, huh? Like, I, there there might be something toxic somewhere, and. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like we, we talk about Donovan. I mean, God, if Donovan makes it clear to the front office, he's like, yeah, I'll probably be going to New York sooner than later. Um, yeah, you know. will you hook me? Will you send me to back to Johnny Bryant? Fuck y'all. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I, I, th- I, th- I think there's plenty. I mean, obviously the quotes lead us to believe that. And I think that if you – I mean, leadership always starts at the top. I know it's a cliche saying, but right. like – we, there was clear, and God, I wish I could know who someone tweeted it out the other day, and they made a great point. Um, you know, obviously, it came, it definitely came out later, and who you kind of indicated all along, and people oh, just kind of shot goodness. it down. But there was a ton of there was there was clearly enough issues between Quinn and Dennis that one of them had to go in the off season. Our, so our, they, could, friend, they, they, they couldn't even they yeah. couldn't even talk to each other, right? So I mean, what is that like? What example is that setting? Plus, then we 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 give Zanuck the reins just for long enough till till. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, Logan, to segue on something that you've already said um, and be just build on your point, um, the the leadership, if Joe, if Joe is our leadership and our leadership and also Dennis Lindsay and Quinn, where they have this ripped and they're all passive aggressive and all little bitchy to each other, you don't have anybody that's willing to, you know, just have a knockdown, drag out, you know, work things out, figure it out you know, fight their shit out. Um, that's your example of leadership. So that's the style that Donovan and Rudy are like, okay, well, Joe, Joe is my mentor. I should be like Joe. <laughs> well, to, uh, to, your, to, your, to your point, who I don't, you talked about jazz culture just kind of started this, this, this discussion, right? 
I don't think the Jazz have a culture. I don't. I think there's been enough change with ownership and different pieces that how do we know what the culture is, right? Yeah, well, so, I mean, we still don't know what Ryan Smith is, right? Like, you know, exactly. Uh, the flagship so what, what, podcast what about I don't, yeah, I don't know. the flagship podcast of like, hey guys. Yeah, Ryan Smith seems cool and all, but let's let's give it some time. Um, yeah, like Danny H. I mean, we we've joked on her. Maybe not joked. Like we've assumed that Don, Danny H. I've also heard from other high level people that Danny H. doesn't have very much power. Like he's just kind of golfing and 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 making a paycheck. So I don't know. I don't know what to believe right now. Um, like Justin Zanuck, I heard was like really the one like trying to make phone calls on on uh, trade deadline day and everything. So um, I'm sure. You know, but- honestly feel like Danny Ainge is just there to kind of I mean I don't know that I would I don't know that I totally believe he doesn't have power I guess he's a voice in the room maybe he's more like a Ryan Smith sort of sounding board so he can be like hey is this totally dumb so again like it's just one of those like we we keep making jokes about oh Danny Ainge I mean he makes non-trades or he gets us almost there and there actually might not be any. I don't know. Like, I, I, so not yeah, no, I, I, I'm definitely not one who truly believes that Danny is being hired ruined the Jazz. What I'm saying oh, is, yeah, yeah. there's been enough. There's been enough change in the last yeah. calendar year that we don't. Even if we take the Danny Ainge part out, we don't know what the Justin Zanuck culture looks like. Yeah, like we don't know what this. Yeah. Like, I mean, we just naturally assume that the front office, the Jazz, like we're running a well-oiled machine, and because uh, this is like the first time in like, even like the Ty Corman era, like didn't feel this chaotic this is the first time in maybe my lifetime as jazz for oh come on just use the for frozen land What's... for the first time in forever who tran feels this team's fucked up i didn't even try yeah. and i got Jared to sing that's <laughs> i uh hold on let me go find my sarah todd drop real quick okay um <laughs> Yeah. Um. Oh boy, I don't even know where I was going anymore. Yeah. So this. Yeah. This is so chaotic. Like, I mean, I, I. It's it's the first time I like. Oh my god, this is like what we make fun of the Lakers for for having so much dysfunction, right? This is so dysfunctional. Uh, we, we we make fun of other front offices and like, oh my god, the Jazz are now dysfunctional. Like they were just hiding it in front of our faces, and the winning was was masking it. Yeah, and you know, it just. Uh, it just—it's it, so crazy to be like what they did last year to this year is such a fall, like just uh, like a free fall that no one would have guessed it. No one in the right mind would have well, guessed it. Here's here's an interesting question for yeah, you. Even even as much as we've been high, we never. I, I even as though even the last couple of weeks we've been low on it. I don't think any of us saw. No, there's what no way. Become the since yeah, the last way. podcast. I, we, I I didn't mean, see, this is like, and if, if, if the Jazz got there and went six was games it in one a row, in six it's gonna be or one in five? One in five because they they won that first game, that that game in New York. Yes, Donovan. And we've a, gone one in five before. We've gone zero and six yeah. before. It just this is a whole different animal. Yep. with The people complaining and the way they yep, self destructed yep. and the way that it just all looked. Yeah, self culminated. The way that it's all yep. weird. Everything's aligning. Like it was just it was the bookend of having two twenty five point losses to the Clippers in a calendar year. Or it was calendar year, or just in a year span, um, and having all the other like it just it just had been building up, building up. The the dam was leaking. You know, people were trying to put their fingers in the holes to stop the water, but just leaks kept coming out, and all like it just burst. Like that's when when a dam burst. So, um, yeah. So it this... it is funny how how uh, how uh, Dwayne Wade basically called out the fact that Rudy didn't get enough touches and Shaq. 
called out the fact that Rudy didn't get enough scoring opportunities. Who? Shaq. Who? Kazam. Kazam. Oh, um, <laughs> God, we had a code name for it. Oh, man. Just, just, just so everyone always knows, Kazam is only, I mean, again, it, well, did it surprise anyone that Kazam went from God to, made the quick transition from casual to God? Like, the fact that, like, that, that just, I mean, that, that's rich, right? Like, hey, that was. All you got to do is talk fuck, well. Fuck yep. Kazam. Fuck the TNT crew. <laughs> fuck them all. They don't watch any games. What do they all say? We just need to see it. We need to see them prove it. And guess what the Jazz couldn't fucking do? Proven. Yeah. No. <laughs> sometimes, through. sometimes you just, you know, sometimes you don't need to watch every single game to know what a group of people is. You know? Yeah. Like it just—that's all there is to it. But yeah, that was that, that was that was that was rich last night. Like to see people praising Shaq on the timeline was. Something oh. Like I mean, sorry, I meant Kazam. I praising Kazam on the timeline was not something I believe I, I missed seen. all this all the Kazam praise. Damn. I, I am. Uh, I like <laughs> Logan is very good at like being, being able to hold on to the rivalries. Like it's like fuck Portland Trailblazers. Like all the way back from the nineties. You know, like um, uh, just he's like he's like no, we don't we we like that's cool. He said something nice about Gobert. He he said he said like twenty other bad things about him. So like he he remembers. Logan has a very good memory about you know, making sure. I just love hypocrisy because I'm a big I'm a big yeah I'm that's a big that's how we have this podcast. Hypocrisy, so I just yeah. like to know I'm not alone. Yeah, that's how we so have this podcast. It's not me like it's, it's not me pointing out that you're that, that I'm better than you. I'm, I'm pointing out that you're as bad as me. You're the same it's, as it's I. Really, what it's yeah. It's, it's not like hey, look, I'm better than you. Look at these receipts. I've got a lot of fucking bad receipts. I'm just saying, like, you're not, you're, you're, you're gross too. So come on over. <laughs> Let's just hang out together, nasty together, unshowered, unkept, bad opinions. That was, that was pretty much, that, that should have been the tagline for unshowered, unkept, bad opinions. Yeah. That's good. That's, <laughs> are we going to the produce corner or what? Did you fall asleep? I, 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 I'm just waiting for us to run out of like stuff. The, to talk about with jazz because i mean i know we, we just, we've been holding a lot of this in and it got crazy and i was like wow like where do we go for like we had One no more. script there was no fucking script today it was just like I, yeah. I think we know what we're talking about we're just gonna let it flow because there's a lot of stuff that's gonna happen you know so I think like one more point that i think we could touch on uh it was kind of related to oh man this, this is why you, need, this is why you really have a notebook Jared. this is off yeah. to a good start you need a notebook, well, the notebook. Well, the problem is, like, it, it came it came to me during the pod, so I really should have had something to write down with. This is why, I, you, this is why I tell you to have a notebook, Jared. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know what? I'm going to let you think about that because we are um, uh, going to visit Marnay in her produce, co- uh, pr- produce section. I keep saying corner because we had the Carson corner for so long. Produce section. I mean, it could be in the corner. It could be produce corner. A bodega. Marnay bodega. bodega. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, to start off, we want we do want we we've shouted them out a few times, but we do want, you know, we're not we're not strong in numbers, but we are mighty in our opinions. And uh, Colton, Josh, making references to the the, the podcast unprovoked uh, over the last week. Also, Jamie Froteen talking about listening to the podcast. So that's three. That's that's a big three people who are talking podcast alone without any sort of you know provoking or, or plugging it so yeah, like, i want to shout out our loyal our loyal listeners uh, and i, um, I was our, like well, our, what, our, what was the last episode yeah, what was the last episode where people were like oh they go listen to this episode <laughs> i had adam and say that we spoke about him so yeah that's what i wasn't saying anything anymore. we don't do any work we just let it we just let it ride but you, you, you um, can a I, couple can more can i say real go quick ahead. i'm a because of the jazz game last night i had like 670 followers on both like my personal and uh, and my uh uh podcast account i'm like what the hell's happening like i'm not even tweeting anything people are just like they just want to follow jazz accounts now because they're so like everybody was just so mad last night 
um, my coworker Sam Farnsworth, he's been on the podcast before. He was like, I posted this last night, and nobody, uh, nobody, um, uh, like react. It was like uh, it was that baby throwing up. I, I, I knew Logan liked it, but he goes, he goes, nobody liked it or anything. I was, I was like, the reason Sam is because you tweeted during the whole twi- the the twi- twi- Twitter storm where everybody was tweeting because everybody had opinions. Like we weren't, we, we were just like guys. We were spitting in the world. Like we're so so busy getting our own vomit out. We don't care about yeah, other people. We were doing yeah. we were, the people were doing spaces with five hundred people about this jazz game. It was so crazy. I was like, oh wow, you guys, people are people were hurt. like like it was a, a a great night for therapy pod part two. But um, uh, we didn't do a therapy pod part two. But oh man, uh, just yeah, it, 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 it would have been it would have been good. And you know, I haven't done this in a long time, but I just I I am disappointed that Sam won't follow me back on Twitter. That's all I'm gonna say. You haven't done that in a um, while. That's cra- crazy. Um, I haven't done it in a long time. I used to do it, and I just you know I didn't feel the need to. They, they, like, like you, then you really, hit yeah you hit a point. My, he's my he's my Moby Dick. You know, right, yeah. <laughs> he's my Moby Dick. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, well because he's married, so he doesn't want to follow people that might get in trouble in, in his marriage, and so. That makes sense. What does that, what does that even mean? <laughs> that you're, Anyways, too, that you're too sexy to... for your shirt. Oh, well, cool. uh, it, but, but I, got, I got some more. I got some more Vine, here. Who, apparently, who 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 somehow found us a? We didn't know this. What was the guy's name? Harry Potter. Shaw's oh yeah, Law Harry, the Shaw's Law. Yeah, he just randomly tweeted out the best Chad Chaz Pop podcast is hitting the high notes. So oh yeah, shout out to him. shout, shout out, out to, him. to Snotty Drippin. Yeah, he did follow me back immediately. So right now, better than Sam Farnsworth. Um, uh, Ryan, Ryan Bevan, thank you for sending me those sweet, sweet Shrek DMs today. Um, another, one of, probably the first person ever I remember calling out for the podcast, our guy Cruzin Coog, uh, was the first one ever to like say what's going on. I can't wait for this week. Uh, he's, he's on his way to South Carolina. He may be already on his way to South Carolina. So go Gamecocks. Shout out. Yeah, hey, shout our, out boy, Cruz and Coog. our boy, uh, Ch- Chibor had one of the tweets of the week, like, Ryan Qualtrick, y'all. That's just that was that was gold. That was a good one. That was gold. Yeah, that, that was a great one. I appreciate eight hundred one Barney for sending the, the double Spider Man, which turned into the triple Spider Man last night. Uh, <laughs> I will be saving that. Um, Matty G for three. I'm just saying his name because he's my friend now, and we text each other sometimes. Matt, you haven't texted me in a while. Send me some dudes. Uh-huh. Um, and and the last one here is uh, Alan Martindale. I don't know if I just missed Alan, but like. I haven't seen it's much on Twitter. Probably been on Twitter less. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was, I was. It was good to see him back, and we look forward to the days of the dog and douche ride again. So, Alan is like one of the top of all this of all the weird shit that happened on Twitter. Like meeting Alan is one of the like best things. That's, he, he's just a solid, solid dude. So shout out to Alan. Oh, that's it. That's all I've got. I remember my final thought. Uh, if you didn't see the segment where they had the uh, t- tonight, I well on tnt where they had kazam a team of five kazams versus in, in nba 2k versus a team of five candace uh oh parker I, yeah candace parker's it that was that was worth watching it was funny <laughs> it was just it was weird because they the candace parker's kicked kicked the kicked kazams off the court <laughs> it was it was really strange to watch the most important question of all over the last week though is uh, team Will or Team Chris Rock? Like, which side are you on this thing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh... Uh, I think I'm, I, I, the best piece I saw was like, I'm, uh, Chris Rock got his shit off. Will Will Smith got his shit off. All right. Offsetting penalties. Let's go. I was like, yeah, that's right. I, I, I was like, all right, cool. Chris Rock told his joke. Will Smith defended his wife's honor. Um, Jada um, uh, was looking for August. 
and I think everybody got where they needed. So, um, God, the gifts that were the gifts that kept coming from oh that. God. I mean, my God. The, um, I, the, I think the funniest thing about it is, is it seemed like Will was laughing at the joke until J- Jada was pissed, and then he had to like, oh wait, we, hey, we've all been there. <laughs> oh shit! Dude, the, the, oh no, the, this the is not funny. Time, You're right. <laughs> the turnaround time is shocking because he like it's yeah, incredible. You watch him. You watch him laughing. To it's almost like. He probably was still laughing when he was on the first step of the stage. Like the, turn, the turnaround True. time is just yeah. was nuts. I've never, I haven't seen that angle. Like he can't. You There's can't actually see his face. The, the funny thing is that we have three camps, right? We have Team Will, who is actually not like against Chris Rock. They're, they're against Jada. They're Team Chris Rock because he's a comedian, and then there's Team um, uh, Will again. But you know, this time for just being a man defending his his woman. Like it's it's like, it's like it's like oh, but there's no Team Jada. No one's Team Jada. So, uh, I mean, I think, that's because, I think that's because she kind of has, yeah, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tweet out something. I, I, this is funny, but no one's going to, no Porto's, one's going to like it. Porto's joke aside, she's a hard person to like. Yeah. Um, yes. I was going to be like, I, I tweet out something about um, Chris, Chris Rock and Will Smith being in entanglement. I knew it was going to get no, no likes, but I was like, I thought that was funny. So. Um, I'll have to go back and find it. I love, I love some of the stuff. Some of my favorites are the ones where they, that, that Chris Rock grew into Madagascar four because evidently I think Jada Smith and I don't know anything about Madagascar but I guess yeah, Chris Rock I, and Jada Jada yeah. Pinkett play voices in that movie. <laughs> so well, I thought that was funny, but it's also I don't know. I feel like insight. You know, I feel like I, I watch too much too much making of movie stuff because like that's not even how those are made. Like they're not going to do like a table read. Just all gonna yeah, no, just, don't, 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 don't pull the curtain back. Yeah, I was, <laughs> you know? I was like, Jared, this is not the time and the place. Um, the one that um, uh, I, I saw some girl was like, um, oh boy, Will Smith is this mad in March? Oh, wait till we get to August. And I thought that was hilarious. I was like, I, was like, I, 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 I just want to know what Chris Rock was going to say because he ate his words yeah. and he stopped and yep. he, he had something loaded up in the chamber. And I just, for the life of me, I love to know what it was, and I've never been a big Chris Rock guy. I've never been a big Chris Rock guy. I found him kind of annoying and obnoxious, but and I used to love Will Smith. But it's just again, let's let. I'm not discounting the the, the bad taste nature of the joke, but like those folks have been. Has on, this has Will this Smith, hurt Will all Smith three of the reputations? On a really weird path for a really long time. <laughs> yeah, this isn't this, they, this isn't Will really Smith's. Bad, this isn't his first bad meme in the last year. Okay, there's the one of him crying on <laughs> pain. the couch. Yeah, pain. Right. Yep. So. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Ever since he made that movie with his son that was just absolute garbage. I'm trying to remember the name of that one. Wild Wild West. Oh. Pursuit of Happiness. No. Men in Black 3. Good movie. No, the one Man where they're on like, Alien Planet. Man in Black <laughs> 2. Uh, Wild, 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 West was the, Wild Wild West was the first time that I, like, it was the first, like, when I realized I was getting old enough to realize that, like, movies sucked. Oh man, dude! Because I was so excited. For I, that I, I once, some, so uh, I once badmouth while I was in front of my black friends, and they tore it. <laughs> After Earth, is no, like literally one of the worst movies I've oh, ever yeah. seen. Oh yeah, that's where he, he's like, I'm a, "Welcome to After bad. Earth." That's right. Yep, yep, yep. It's yep. so bad. It is so bad. Yeah. So um, uh, it was. It was also awesome to see how many people would just were willing to go out and slap people, like <laughs> throw hands in public, yeah, or, right, or, or okay. claim to. Um, uh, if you had a hypothetical girlfriend, would you go defend her? I was like, I don't know how big Jer- is guy. Jerome, your, your guy Jerome hit it, had the very best comment in the midst of all the kids. There's been there's been cooler heads, but in the heat of the moment, he was the only one who was like, "How about you just go talk to the guy?" Like, you know, instead, so because everyone was like, "You either you either slap him or you're a bitch." 
It's like, well, there there is a third option here, which <laughs> no, is not yeah. slap him. You can say, um, hey. and 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 not do nothing. There's 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 a there's a strong C option, but um, I've um, also got a theory on the people. Uh, I've got a, I got I've got a theory on the people who were so who were so claiming they would go hit. Uh, this might get me canceled, but the the folks who actually the folks who are claiming they would go strike someone on their woman's behalf are either half of them are lying, and the other half. Uh, and never mind. I'm not even say I'm too scared. <laughs> But the the other half probably aren't afraid to like hit people. Yeah. I guess is the way I leave it. But um, uh, what, a, yeah, what, a, what a weird, what a weird, what a weird where you journey. wanted to go yeah, with that exactly. Uh, real real quick, I, I do wanted to say so. These are some of the follows that we got from um, uh, uh, from Jazz Explosion August Fun Twenty One. Welcome. Uh, August at, appropriate. Yes. Yeah. Right. August Joe. Uh, sorry. At Joe Pringles to you. Um, at Jeff Rizzle twenty three, they might have been following you already, but they started following the podcast account uh, recently. Those are just some that I saw. Uh, uh, shout out to M Joy X and uh, Mac Jazz. We had uh, a fun conversation about renaming mascots for uh, for high schools. Uh, my my best one is Beaver Dam Builders. So Beaver Beavers is, <laughs> is lazy. So um, are they really the Beaver Beavers? Yes. Uh, that's right? coming from a couple of Roy. Yeah, yeah, we're Roy Royals, Royals, right? Yeah. Speaking of high school school mascots, shout out to the White Horse Raiders. You guys rock. Oh, I mean. (laughs) What's a what's a what are the White Horse Raiders? They're a Uh, they're a former employer. No, (laughs) he feels racist. No, I worked for the I worked for the Cougars, bro. Cougars. I'm currently employed there. Shut the hell up. Soon to be. (laughs) Soon to be. Excuse you me. guys, you guys love firing each other before you're actually fired. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, uh, well, well, I was, I was, I was, I was so confused by that in, in the group chat yesterday. Like, is who getting fired again, or is this like a <laughs> reference to the old times? Like, I didn't know what to say. Well, I was gonna make a clap back to his tweet, but I was like, no, I don't want to say anything. I, I, I'm, I am literally <laughs> a day away from getting fired every day. So, like, you know, one day like they'll be like, hey, pack your stuff. I'm like, all right, well, fair. So. Well I, well, I almost said something like, "Well, Sarah Todd already thinks you were fired, so like, what does it matter?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, now it makes more sense. Okay, it all makes. That's what I was. I mean, because he said that, like, if he got on the Zoom call and did something again, I don't know, because I have no relationship he, with these ex- players. Exposed himself right. again. <laughs> I, I, if I get a if I get a press conference Zoom call, they none of the jazz players know who the fuck I am, right? So like, I can't I can't just like, hey, by the way. Real, real shit tonight. How, how do you feel, Donovan? Yeah, what's it like not knowing you don't have a timeout? Right? No, you're you're just there to observe, right? You can't ask questions. Oh, I I, I, I was craving that post game press conference so like I never get on. Like I get the like the when I edit it, I get on the next morning to get it. Today, right. like last night, I was like, no, I want I want to see what you guys are gonna say. Wait, you're allowed to get in. You are allowed to get in. He's there. allowed to watch. I am a, I am a media member, so I am allowed to get in on it. Oh God! So in theory, could you ask a question? I could ask a question. Oh God! This but is you're exciting. probably getting shit ton of trouble, huh? It's like, I mean, if I if I pissed if I pissed Donovan off uh, to a point where they're calling me weird uh, on Twitter, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't have I don't have the kind of yeah you don't you don't have that kind of protection I don't have I don't have I don't have um, any Larson level this is in the old days of the media I mean dude the Wild Wild West bad 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 publicity is just publicity you know so (laughs) like a Madonna Bishop be like oh yeah by the way let's revoke all of KSL's um uh uh 
uh, <laughs> press uh, press coverage. Like, yeah, that that would probably get me fired. Donovan Mitchell's like, fuck those high notes, guys. Well, that's the that's 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 the great thing is that like I'm uh, like about you know our podcast is not even semi successful anymore. It's some uh, you know semi small. Semi unsuccessful. Our semi small podcast here. Um, is that you know this none of like none of the jazz players were ever here anything that we're talking about them so <laughs> yeah. that, this is just for this is just for Marnay and maybe maybe uh maybe Aria um but yeah like this is literally for nobody else so this is for us the therapists yeah. uh, ourselves uh, like why Aria we... thinks it's a pa- uh, she thinks it's a podcast a so. podcast like because like a honey oh, pause nice. like we sh- we like, we should do a honey pause like um uh, when DJ gets back from Seattle. Uh, we'll we'll do a, the, the 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 hitting the high notes some um, uh, pause cast. Uh, be pause cast. Hey, Who's well, on there? Bruno and Parker. Well, <laughs> well, if you you have, we could have actually. I could I could do. Don't show. Don't let mom see these. <laughs> um. Uh. Do you have any anybody else for the the Protoss corner the bodega? I, I think we go with bodega. I, I like bodega now. Yeah, uh, but nice. Nice, yeah. especially since Donovan might be moving to you know places. Are, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, anybody else in the bodega there, uh, Jared? Uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm I'm just gonna shout out a random Grizzlies fan. Oh, oh, oh well, I almost I forgot to mention our our Burn friend, uh, friend of the <laughs> Joku, no, no, Joku. I'm a bit. Let's go to Joku. Uh, I'm a Warriors football fan. No, Formerly Sloan's categorical imperative, he's now Grizz, uh, Grizz imperative. I think <laughs> he actually changed his handle. <laughs> he's going. He's abandoning the Jazz. <laughs> it's it's very fun. Like I've said it before, it's very fun to me to like see the Jazz fans cheer for the Grizzlies because I'm like, you guys are gonna really hate the Grizzlies maybe by next year. Like it, it, it's, it's it's like it's like Logan's hatred for the Blazers. Like it, it is cute. It was fun last year. They've become a problem, so uh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know how well you're going to want to cheer for these guys if they if they're the ones knocking you out of the playoffs the next couple of years. So, you know, may, may, maybe I'm a, maybe you're, a hold back on buying all the Grizzlies jerseys right now. I mean, you're assuming the Jazz are going to make the playoffs next year. I'm assuming the Grizzlies are going to be keeping the Jazz, uh, making the Jazz uh, uh, life a living hell for the next few years um, uh, with that core, whether it's the playoffs, whether it's regular season. Whatever, like that team is going to be a problem for the Jazz. Um, well, well, let's end this on a on a semi positive note. No, uh, bye. <laughs> All right, and we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Yeah, looking looking forward to Rudy being Big Al Jefferson. All of us Rudy haters. For <laughs> <laughs> Devin Harris. I right, go ahead. Go go ahead. The, the credit music's running, but yeah, you go ahead. Yeah. Oh. Oh, wait, I can go ahead. I, 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 I got credit. I, again, we, who cares if we go an hour and a half or two hours? So well, fuck, fuck, um, fuck Rudy Gobert. Katie Forbes, Forbes, uh, two, two E's. Oh yeah. She, she said uh, something I thought was kind of poignant today. She she said like being your authentic self and you know being authentic with people, even on a space like Twitter where a lot of people are just you know there for jokes and to be shit shitheads and, and, and assholes to each other. Um, you know, being being your authentic self can really, uh, you know, really pay off. It's really meaningful to, you know, live your best life, be and be, be you. And so, don't let the jazz turn you into a vindictive bastard. Just, just, uh, 
you know, live your life. Love. Your true self results in getting slapped sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Or not enough people getting slapped. You can make shitty, well, shitty jokes that people don't appreciate. And that, if that's who you are, that's, that's who you are. I will tell you guys right now, I am the exact, not exact opposite, I am nothing like I could have been president. So. <laughs> people meet me all the time and go, hey, you're the same guy, you're still, you're not fucking on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's me. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I appreciate her advice, but um, uh, being my true self has never worked for me. And so um, uh, uh, I'm going to continue to be this other person until I die, which should only be a couple years. So. Oh, damn, who? Yeah. Utah Jazz, you better listen to this and win a damn championship for Who Tramp because <laughs> otherwise his life is shit.